Greetings and salutations, fellow sojourners, and welcome to another edition of Appropriating the Culture. On today's episode, we discuss the further deleterious effects of eliminating sex distinctions, particularly as it pertains to human sexuality and promiscuity, which means on this episode, viewer discretion is advised. I'm Pastor Shane, and I'll be Hulk shaming today as we appropriate some culture. So last week we talked about the problem with modern feminism, which is that they don't argue on behalf of the feminine. They don't argue that female qualities, female traits, female roles are just as important or just as meaningful or just as needed in society than male qualities. What they actually implicitly argue is that male traits and roles are the standard and women can match it. In a recent Washington Post article entitled, Sorry, but these choices aren't feminist, they're sexist, author Katie Cohn argues that acquiescing to any gender norms or male-female cultural expressions is sexist, including taking on the name of your husband, getting your hair dyed, or shaving your armpits. Some argue that what matters is how a woman feels, not what she does. The non-feminist likely shaves because she feels that she has to for others, explains one blogger, while the feminist will shave because she wants to do it for herself. Goodness, no. The feminist knows that the reasons she wants to shave are deeply compromised, and that as long as men aren't expected to do it, doing it for yourself is an illusion. See? The male hairy armpit is the standard, and women can match it. And if they don't, it's because of sexism. She continues, At our wedding, I didn't want to do anything as a bride that wasn't expected of a groom. No bouquet toss, no engagement ring. But still, as a feminist, I faltered many times on the way toward the aisle. I lost weight for my wedding, shaved my underarms, wore heels and lipstick, and virginal white. Guess what sort of choices those were? Sexist ones. Sure, I could say I looked good in white, or I liked the feel of smooth armpits, but any excuse beyond I gave in would disrespect the women who do stand up to patriarchal traditions, downplay the enormous power of the forces arrayed against us, and disregard the potential harm created by my sexist choices. Better to admit I came up short. Who came up short was your husband. All right, that was mean. I apologize, crazy lady. But notice what she was saying. She's not going to do anything that a groom wouldn't do because brides and grooms are interchangeable things. Men and women are identical. And when men and women are identical, the male is the default cultural standard, right? She's not arguing that men should shave their armpits because it's more attractive or more civilized. No, because always and forever with the modern feminist, the masculine expression and custom is the standard and women can match it. I think to really understand the silliness of this, you have to look beyond our species. A good example would be the peacock, right? Famously, the males are the ones with the beautiful plumage, and they go and do a little dance for the females. But the females don't dance for the males. Psst, that's sexist. Why can't the female peacocks dance for the males? Well, it's because male and female peacocks are different. 
And males and females are different in our species, too. Males are inherently more visually stimulated than females. The females of our species are the fairer sex, they are the beautiful ones. And that reality has expression in culture and customs. Beauty standards and styles can change over time, sure, but inherently in our species, women want to be beautiful and men want women to be beautiful. Because naturally, in the Homo sapiens species, it is the female that peacocks. Males are primarily visually attracted, and that is how females attract the males. So our peacock dances expression hair, makeup, adornment, fashion, and yes, grooming. That doesn't make us an evil patriarchy any more than peacocks are an evil matriarchy. Brides and grooms should not do the same things because brides and grooms are not the same thing. But the desire to conflate, the desire of the feminists to hold to the masculine as the platonic ideal for all people, applies not just to admirable male qualities or even neutral masculine expressions, but even to the worst aspects of masculinity. Let me give some examples. So in the Disney Plus series She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, angry green woman lays out a convincing case against toxic masculinity. Here's the thing, Bruce. I'm great at controlling my anger. Mm. I do it all the time. When I'm catcalled in the street, when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me, I do it pretty much every day because if I don't, I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered. So I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you. Setting aside the fact that the Hulk has anger issues because he was abused by his father as a child and saw his father murder his mother, which seems like a slightly bigger issue than mansplaining, but I understand. If I were just walking down the street and women were constantly catcalling me, that would be Men and women are different, but I do get it. The objectification of women by men in society is bad. Also this. Oh, you are way more fun than my last lawyer. I will kill for you, Megan Thee Stallion. Ugh, it's terrible when men objectify women. Now watch me shake my butt. Girl power. State Senator from Rhode Island, Tierra Mack, launched a campaign ad. Vote Senator Mack. Senator, when we said we wanted to know about your positions, that's not what we meant. Now, you could argue that this is just another display of peacocking under the guise of women empowerment, but I think in reality it's a misguided attempt at sexual equality. What do I mean by that? Well, here's an example. Apple TV's new show Gutsy, which showcases Hillary and Chelsea Clinton as they tour the country talking to strong, gutsy women. Here's a clip of Gutsy. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was a different disembowelment. Easy to get them confused. Here's the real clip from Gutsy. Chelsea follows rap music. She has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. 
Man, men are pigs. I could be a pig. Modern feminism so despises the feminine that even the most toxic elements of masculinity is still the standard that women can aspire to match. If men can be cads, we can be sluts. Whatever a man can do, we can do better, even if what men are doing is vile, evil, and disgusting. Because they're still the standard. The male sexual appetite is the right approach to sex. The male sexual appetite is the standard, and we can match it. The net effect of that is that both sexes are increasingly debased. Feminists embrace promiscuity to make themselves equal to men, which only gives license for men to behave as cads. And then down and down and down we go, producing all kinds of problems. Rape, abortion, pornography, abuse, psychological damage and trauma. Recently, Bridget Phetasy wrote a really good article entitled, I Regret Being a Slut, chronicling those horrible realities. Quote, I know regretting most of my sexual encounters is not something a sex-positive feminist who used to write a column for Playboy is supposed to admit, and for years I didn't. But if I'm honest with myself, of the dozens of men I've been with, at least the ones I remember, I can only think of a handful I don't regret. The rest I would put in the category of casual, which I would define as sex that is either meaningless or mediocre or both. If I get really honest with myself, I'd say most of these usually drunken encounters left me feeling empty and demoralized and worthless. I wouldn't have said that at the time, though. At the time, I would have told you I was liberated, even when I tried to drink away the sick feeling of rejection when my most recent hookup didn't call me back. At the time, I would have said one-night stands made me feel emboldened. But in reality, I was using sex like a drug, trying unsuccessfully to fill a hole inside me with men. Even more damaging was what I told myself in order to justify the fact that I was disposable to these men. I told myself I didn't care. I didn't care when a man ghosted me. I didn't care when he left me in the middle of the night or hinted that he wanted me to leave. The walks of shame, the blackouts, the anxiety. The lie I told myself for decades was, I'm not in pain, I'm empowered. The false pretense of being empowered came to a head one night with the arrival of a text message from an on-again, off-again lover. Good night, baby. I love you, it said, quickly followed by wrong person. Rock bottom doesn't always look like losing everything or ending up in jail. Sometimes it can be that sick feeling in your gut when you know, emotionally, you're done. I wanted to be able to have meaningless sex like a guy, but it didn't work. After years of writing for Playboy, I've learned it doesn't work for a lot of men either. Which is true, but that's a very telling statement, isn't it? Wanting to have meaningless sex like a guy. To the modern feminist, males are the standard, so much so that even the worst parts of men, the most vile qualities of men, are what they aspire to. But men and women are different. 
Men and women are meant to be different, and sex is never meant to be meaningless. When we disregard God's good created order, we will wind up debasing ourselves, destroying our virtue, and causing all manner of pain and heartache. Males and females are of equal worth in Christ. The masculine and the feminine are equally important and necessary in any society. We need men to be men and women to be women and both to be holy and righteous. All right. Well, that'll do for today. As usual, if you like what we're doing here and you want me to continue putting in the work here to provide you with this content, then please spread the word. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Join my author's Facebook page. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Listen to ATC in podcast form. Like, share, comment, leave a review, and I'll see you next week for more Appropriate in the Culture. <laughs>